Hey guys, Andy here. Welcome to episode 6 of the AndroidAndy.uk podcast. It is the 18th of February 2018 right now, and I realise it's exactly a month since I did my last podcast on the 18th of January. Uh, pure coincidence, just kind of waiting for some things to happen for me to talk about really. Um, and I uh, will begin with a little bit of talk about the Samsung Galaxy S9 event, which will happen in a week's time on the 25th. Um, just kind of wondering what we, what, what we can expect. I mean, I'm assuming we're going to get two phones. You know, they've obviously started a bit of a pattern. There'll be the S9 and the S9 Plus, you would imagine. Uh, from their invites, it sounds like uh, the focus will be, excuse the pun, on the camera. Kind of as, I mean, Samsung have really, that's been their focus. They have produced some amazing cameras. Uh, interestingly, obviously, that's what the Pixel and the Pixel 2 have pushed for, as well as the amazing camera. Clearly, I don't know if there's market research or they're just noticing that generally that's what people uh, people will pay for, for a good camera. I certainly want a decent camera on, on a phone that I'm going to have in my pocket with me. Uh, I was going to say 24 hours a day, but I'll say I'm going to sleep and I won't be in my pocket then. But you know what I mean, on me all the time, you want a decent camera. I don't even know, I don't even take that many photos. It's only like now and then. But again, you just want you want to know that when you take one, it's going to be half decent. Um, and Samsung generally, or the top-end Samsungs, um, give you that sort of confidence, I suppose. I think generally everything else is going to be very incremental changes. I know we kind of, maybe we've been spoiled over the years previously in the, the big sort of advancements. Um, but these days I think it's quite, uh, we're reaching the top at the moment of our sort of what a phone can do, I suppose. And we're looking for, or we're waiting for the next big advances to happen. Maybe we're sort of battery wise, that'd be what we'd love to see, wouldn't we? If you had a smartphone that could last four or five days, it would be pretty amazing. But then they're just, I don't know, they just make it even thinner, perhaps, and you're back down to one day. Um, but uh, mind you, at the same time, I remember when when Android first arrived. I think sort of a 600 megahertz processor was the was the main processor for like a couple of years, two if not three years. It's kind of weird they didn't advance, then all of a sudden started jumping up. Um, and now, yeah, I don't know. I think we're reaching a bit of a plateau again. But anyway, so that's that's in a week's time. I'll probably be recording something. It might even be on my YouTube, but I'll, I'm sure obviously I'll touch on it in the next the next podcast. Um, other things technology-wise for me, I've, I've literally just come off the phone with EE. My uh, contract was up for renewal, and I was in my upgrade uh, period. And I was looking on their website, and I can get... I'm thinking of going uh, SIM only. There's no phones at the moment. You know, I've got my Pixel 2 XL. Perfectly happy with that. I had been thinking, should I wait to see what the S9 is, and, and maybe I'll get the S9 Plus on our contract. Um, and if nothing else, I do a review, and then I set it on. So I was kind of toying with that idea, and I thought, well, maybe I'll just we'll find. I've been talking for a few years saying I'll go to SIM only, and just you know buy phones as and when. I mean, I've always generally bought phones anyway, but I guess you just like every two years, basically, you get given a free one to play with. But at the same time, at the minute, I'm paying fifty pounds for twenty gig with EE, which is quite a bit. Um, you know, let's not muck about. And if I was to upgrade again, I would be imagining they'd push me to sort of fifty-five, if not sixty pound, to get a free phone. So I figured, oh, God, let's let's do it. Let's just go SIM only. So I was looking at the EE options. For £20, I could get 10 gig a month, which would probably, probably be enough. I mean, the lady even said I average 8.1 gig a month, um, which I knew obviously it tracks it in Android. So you could argue that would be enough. Uh, £25 would give me 20 gig, which I'd feel more comfortable with. I'd want to know if I was having quite a heavy month, if I went away and I was watching a lot of video through my phone, that I wouldn't hit that cap. Um, but I thought, well, let me have a look what other other providers do. The only one I maybe would think about is three, but then again, I left them. I was with them before EE, and I left them just because the data just wasn't reliable. It wasn't quick. They were taking ages getting their 4G network rolled out. 
Um, but they do £15 gives you 12 gig or £18 gives you 30 gig right now, which I thought that's, I mean, that's a pretty good deal. That is a good deal. Again, I wouldn't really want to switch to three, but maybe if I can use those to leverage a better deal through EE. So, so I literally just, like I said, I just gave them a call now, just come off the phone to them. Um, and I was asking them, look, I don't need 30 gig, but can you give me the 20 gig one for the £18? I'd be quite happy with that. And, after a bit of sort of looking about, she came back. So, well, what I can do, I can do the twenty-five gig one, um, which was normally twenty-six pound. I forget now. Um, she said I can do twenty-five gig for twenty pounds. And again, I said, to her, oh, can you not do the twenty gig for eighteen pounds? I don't really need twenty-five gig. That's you know, that's almost three times as much as I would need. I said, well, funny enough, she said the twenty gig and the I don't know. She said oh, there's another smaller one. They're all twenty pounds. She couldn't do it. I said, ah, fair enough. Let's just do that. Still, it's a couple of pound less than their option one of the options they had um for more for more uh more gigs basically so i thought oh what the hell um and i'll <laughs> i don't know i suppose maybe if i start moving to use watch more 4k content at some point it could come in handy so i thought that wasn't too bad um so lesson i guess there is you know always when it's upgrade time don't be afraid to to sort of ask for a better deal i suppose um other things on the kind of the youtube review front um I'm running a bit short of videos to do at the moment. I, I got sent by, or I contacted actually, Av- Aventry, I think it's Av- Aventry or something like that, um, to see if they fancied sending me some Bluetooth earphones. And they actually sent me some really nice looking, uh, tr- totally wireless earphones, you know, as in the two work independently, the left and right work independently of each other. And they kind of, um, they plug in like any other into your ear and then it loops around over the top and hangs down, sort of the bulk of the tech hangs down behind your ear, I suppose, in a cylindrical f- form. Um, and they they were really quite comfortable. They looked quite nice, um, but strangely, they just wouldn't play on my Pixel Two XL. And I was emailing back to them saying, "Why why doesn't it play?" I can hear announcements. I can hear it saying things like "connected" and stuff like that, but it just wouldn't play. And I started playing in the developer settings, and I found if I switched, I forget exactly which setting it was to do with audio streaming. I could switch one of them, and all of a sudden it would play, but at, like in slow motion, like quarter speed. It was really weird. And I kind of almost, I mean, in the back saying what I'm doing and what's happening and what's working and what's not. And it's really weird. So when someone sent you something for free, you feel, you know, you've got a responsibility to give them something for the, what they've sent you. And I almost, I was really worried that, I don't know, they thought I was lying or something like that. <laughs> I was making it up. I mean, I don't know why you would. I don't gain by not doing the review. Um, cause I had someone, you know, they, they included in the email trail somebody else that, uh, that has a Pixel 2 and they were saying, oh, it works okay with, with mine. And then, and then a few days later, this sort of email saying, "Do you know what? Don't worry, don't do anything with those ones. We're working on a on like an update, and we're going to send those out to you soon." So clearly, or hopefully, I had found something that was wrong, um, and that that makes me feel I have given them some value for them sending me them because I've kind of been able to point out there's something not right here, and they've been able to look into it because they kept telling me they were the sort of their flagship earphones. It's like, I mean, they're only like forty pounds worth, forty five pounds perhaps. So it's not they're crazy expensive, but clearly they wanted them to be their sort of top top line um so i felt good that i was, was hopefully able to 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 fix something well not, not that i fixed it but point out there was an issue that enabled them to then fix it and the other thing um somebody got in touch with me from i think the lempho asking if i wanted to review their watch and i thought oh okay yeah why not and i couldn't i was looking through the advert on, on amazon i couldn't quite twig what it's sort of android 5.1 i'm thinking what well, android where android where's down at version 2-ish i think what does it mean, 5.1? And then I realized it's actually, it's like a device in itself. You put a SIM card in it. You have the Play Store. You, you know, you, you everything runs from the phone. You don't even need, uh, from the watch, sorry. You don't even need a phone. And I thought, oh, that, that 
sounds interesting. Yeah, let's 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 do a review. I was a little cautious because Android. <laughs> so then I realised, but hang on, then Android five point one. I mean, what's that? Three years, if not longer, three years old Android. Um, and I was a little bit worried. Again, I do get although. I I want to be honest in all of my reviews, and if someone sends me something to free, I do feel bad if I'm then like slagging it off. Um, I w- I'll do it, I'm, you know, and if that means they're never going to send me anything again, so be it. But and I, I suppose just looking at something that's got Android five point one, I'm kind of thinking, oh, am I really going to be able to like this device? <laughs> Will it be a positive review? And I almost wanted to say to them, oh, I'm a bit worried about Android five point one. Anyway, I thought well, let's go for it. let's see because it's quite an interesting uh, um, option for some people, I suppose. Uh, but so the first one arrived amazon prime next day delivery and i got it out and as i took it out of the box filming the sort of unboxing elements the back was basically kind of hanging off and the bit where the two screws at the top of it would have held it in seems just to have snapped i'm literally just looking in at all the innards of the phone so i sent them a picture so i'm really sorry look this has arrived i'm gonna to have to send it back and then i'll order another one so i sent that back i ordered another one uh, again the net other one arrived next day thank god for amazon they're really good when it comes to returns and refunds I, as soon as they've got notification that uh that my package has been received wherever i've dropped it up be it royal mail or the or the other one they use uh, you get the refund instantly so i ordered another one it came the next day and again i started the film with the unboxing bit and it just wouldn't turn on um and it wouldn't charge when i sort of plugged it onto the little charging elements nothing happened nothing lit up the screen you know nothing would work and again, I emailed them saying, oh, well, could I be doing anything wrong? I assume I just hold the button on the side to power it on. I was trying to hold it for 10 seconds, 15 seconds. Nothing was happening. They sent me through a video of how to remove the back and check some it was connected properly. Hmm, okay, that's interesting. Would you do that if it was a regular customer? I mean, I guess they wouldn't. They would just tell them to send it back. But, you know, I'd looked, but it was connected properly. So, again, I've emailed them saying, I'm sorry, I'm going to have to send this one back. So I sent it back and I haven't, I've not ordered another one at this point. We'll see if they contact me again. That was about a week ago. We'll see if they contact me again saying, where's this review? Um, maybe I'll, maybe I'll try a third one. But again, that's, we're already, how am I going to give a good review if I'm saying I've had to order three of these bleeders to find one that works? And then it was running Android 5.1. Anyway, we'll see. Um, what I have just, again, literally only sort of within the last hour, I've just ordered a Xeon Smooth Q handheld gimbal. Um, actually, it's a handheld smartphone gimbal. It was £99 with Prime Delivery, so it'll come tomorrow, and obviously I'll do a review over the next week of it. But it's funny, me and, me and my mate Tom were talking about yesterday, just kind of how easy it is if you're recording things with your phone. It'd be easy to get more content onto YouTube. Um, I mean, the audio would be a bit of an issue, and I'll, I'll have to look into, with using a Pixel 2XL, how I can plug a mic into it. But um, I just thought, you know, because I've got a gimbal for my GoPro, and I hardly ever use it because why, when I go somewhere, why do I really want to sort of dig out my GoPro, make sure it's charged, make sure I've got the spare batteries and that they're charged, then make sure that the gimbal's charged, um, and have it all set up and have to operate it through, through sort of all that, all that hassle really when actually I've got a smartphone that I love to make video, it's got an amazing camera on it. It would actually be a lot better to have a, a, a gimbal for that. So I thought I'd try this Z, Z, Z H I U, Z H I Y U N smooth Q. Um, Funny enough, on Amazon, they've then spelt handheld wrong, which is a little bit silly, but anyway. Uh, so, yeah, because I, I kind of came across that one. I, I just, I think I Googled best smartphone gimbals or something like that. And a, and a, a review from The Independent came up where uh, it had like the top five. And I think this was either third or fourth, but all the others were kind of £270, £220. They're up, up there. I mean, I think there was one other that might have been 130 that was lower down. Maybe that was fifth. 
Um, so I thought I'd give this smooth cue at £99. I thought, you can't really go too far wrong. And again, the reviews are all saying it's really high quality. So we will see. As I say, if you haven't subscribed to my YouTube, please do. I imagine if you listen to this, you already do. So the review will appear there in a week or so, hopefully, as provided this works. Um, Coding-wise, it's been a quite interesting few days, actually. So I'm still plodding through my Python sort of training videos. I'm not, so far, I'm not entirely excited by Python. Uh, I was pre- preferring PHP. That felt like I could get stuck in and do a few things. And maybe I'm just waiting to see, I'm waiting for some inspiration, perhaps, of how I can use Python. Um, you know, even with the Raspberry Pi, that's sitting on my desk now. I haven't turned that on for, well, I don't know, since I last, well, since I first used it, I suppose. Um, but what I did do was was dabble back in Android coding. So I thought, well, let's have a look if there's a, anything I need to update some of my current apps. So I've been I've been mucking about with my app AutoBuddy, which is the one though you can kind of you can log fueling and it gives you your scanning, you log your maintenance costs, it gives you some various stats over the last twelve months and what it's cost you and whatever and um, annual reports. And then it's also got a little section where it, uh, you can tap to see like car shows. You'll see them on a map. It's got all the information. Go to the website. You can navigate to them. It's got race tracks. It's got biking meet hotspots and all kind of, you know, I think it, I, I'm quite proud of it, if I'm honest. Um, so I was having a sort of a bit of a dabble. How can I improve and update that? And so now there's things like pull to update. So when you've got the list of um, car shows, for example, you can pull down on it to make it update them rather than have a, a button somewhere so i've just been dabbling with that it's quite fun um i've done a bit where again so when you go into the car shows it actually connects to a json file on the internet uh, and downloads all the information so that means i can update things so i suppose i was spurred onto this by somebody actually used the app there's a button that says suggest a show on the car shows bit and somebody did they emailed me saying these, these three sort of ford car shows so oh yeah okay i, I need to update for 2018 car shows anyway so i did all that and then i thought well, let's have a look at the app and that's how i kind of started dabbling with it again i suppose um i've forgotten what i was talking about the pull to update so anyway yeah so i, I sort of was playing with that that was it so yeah when you when you go to the car shows it it stops and kind of downloads the information passes it and displays it on the screen but some of them uh that can be quite a delay it can be sort of a couple of seconds and it almost looks like the apps crashed a bit most of them i think i managed to implement this sort of loading screen but i thought well it's not great though you have to wait a couple of seconds when you open it um so i was looking into running things in the background so now when you open the app up it does all this stuff in the background where it connects and it updates things um or it just loads them back in from the the last time the phone did it uh, and then you do the pull down to update if you want uh, and that, that that all worked great so i was quite proud of that quite pleased with that uh speeded the app up made it sort of a bit more streamlined and just reminded me how much fun uh, or how much i enjoyed the android coding i guess because it gives me something that i can use and I, that i do use so again go to my website androidandy.uk click on android if you want to see some of the apps that i've made always love to hear any feedback i know a couple of the apps i know they're not very good i just made them uh kind of as part of my learning process like the over what's it called over over sounds i forget what it's called something like that uh which is my overwatch soundboard i mean i know it's not a good app I've, i'm not even updating it with the latest uh heroes to be honest but it's got like a thousand odd down well 10,000 odd downloads and 1,000 odd installs. <laughs> Every now and then I got a one-star review. Someone said, this is trash. And I'm kind of like, yeah, I know, I know. But every now and then there's, there's, like, there's quite a few five-stars. Well, this is great for trolling people and stuff like that. Um, so some people get get uh, get some enjoyment from it. If I move on to sort of TV and movie, I've recently been watching or have watched Altered Carbon on Netflix. You, I don't think you can fail if you're a Netflix subscriber to know about Altered Carbon. I got... I guess several emails about it. Um, 
and initially I held off, but then I heard some of my friends say, "Ah, it's really good." So I watched it, um, and I was I was I was impressed. It's a futurist, and we were talking hundreds of years into the future. And the basic premise is that somebody has found a way to download your sort of personality and memories and everything onto effectively a a, a chip, but it's called a stack, uh, which sort of sits in your spine. Uh, what this means is you can get <laughs> you can get shot in the head, and they just go, "Oh dear, someone's had a whoopsie." Take the stack out, pop it into another what they call sleeve, but basically another body, and you carry on with your life, <laughs> which is quite interesting. Um, so super rich people are able to even back up their stack. So even if someone shoots their stack out, which is kind of causes real death, if you destroy the stack, then that's it, game over. Um, but even the real rich people, if that happens, they've got backups. They just put it back onto another stack and into a new sleeve, and off they go. So they're, they're basically immortal. Um, and it's all – well, I won't say much more because um, I don't want to spoil it, but it's it's all based around that and sort of murder and sex and – some family troubles and things like that. Um, but it, it is good. It's worth a watch. It's 10 episodes. Each episode's kind of 50 minutes or so. Um, it does get, it's a little complicated, I would say. There were times, honestly, I was kind of going, wait, what? It's, uh, uh? And after an episode, I would, I would like read a review on a website somewhere that would kind of explain some of the bits of the things that have gone on. Um, and definitely after I finished it, I watched a YouTube video, which sort of in chronological order, because it, it does use a lot of memory and, and all that sort of thing where it kind of and there's a few reveals later on of what happened earlier on and stuff like that so i would recommend once you have watched it find one of these youtube videos just to just to make sure you've got everything in the right order and sort of what's happened i suppose the actual when when it's finished the actual premise is not massively complicated but i think just because of the way it's presented it's it's not always so easy to follow uh but anyway odds carbon i would uh i would recommend and then last night i went to see black panther um I probably wouldn't have other than some mates saying, oh, we're going, do you want to come along? Yeah, all right, sounds good. Um, and it is, it's very good. Uh, if I read you the, sort of the plot summary from Wikipedia, which I don't think really gives anything too much away, centuries ago, five African tribes war over a meteor, uh, meteorite of alien metal vibranium. Um, a warrior ingests a heart-shaped herb affected by the metal and gains superhuman abilities. As the first Black Panther, he unites the tribes under the nation of Wakanda. Over time, the Wakandans use the vibranium to develop advanced technology and isolate themselves from the rest of the world by posing as a third world country. So, yeah, I mean, they're basically hiding away with all this, like, super advanced, like, 100 years advanced technology. I mean, you've got this chappy, T'Challa, is the Black Panther. In one of the last movies, and I forget which one it was, I think we saw his dad dying, so T'Challa becomes the Black Panther. Um... And I don't want to say much more because I don't want to give you any spoilers, but I would say it is very good. It's kind of, it's being sort of acclaimed as Marvel's first predominantly black uh, cast, which I guess it is. I mean, other people have pointed out, well, there was Blade about 30 years ago <laughs> with Wesley Snipes and this, that, and the other. But, but I mean, yeah, it is predominantly a predominantly black cast. Um, but yeah, very good. I would recommend recommend watching it. Also, don't a lot of people the credits start rolling, they got up and left. I'm thinking, have you not have you not watched Marvel movies before? There are two clips. You get one clip after the kind of the fancy credits, I would call them. Then it goes to the black scrolling text. And there's another clip at the very end. And I would recommend staying. They're they're, they're quite interesting. They're worth they're worth seeing. Um, but uh, yeah, very good movie. Black Panther. Go and see it. TV wise, um, well, TV wise, we're talking about Alter Carbon, but uh, also I've just noticed that Homeland has started back up last week. If you download uh i'm really looking forward to that generally it's been a very solid tv show it probably was better 
earlier on, and I won't say why because that could be a spoiler if you've not watched any of it at all. And then things happen that make you think, oh, well, oh, that's not going to be very good anymore. But actually, I think they've been pretty solid. Um, last season was very good, so I'm quite looking forward to whatever might go on this season. Obviously, I'll be uh, I'll be reporting in due time, I'm sure, of how good this uh, this season is. I think it's season seven. Um, so that's all very good. And then I suppose my final bit of news, which probably won't mean a lot to any of you, but Lanarkey.co.uk is going to close down. So going back, oh, maybe fifteen years. Um, I started up Lanarkey with my brother and a couple of friends where we basically did LAN events in the North London area. Um, and it generally, we did it at a church hall in Watford. There was no internet connection, but that didn't matter. You would load up your games, generally Counter-Strike, but we'd play some Unreal Tournament and, you know, all the Battlefield, all the all the games back then, uh, the multiplayer type games. And we'd play them over in LAN, LAN Network. We'd do competitions, we'd have prizes. We got sponsorship from ATI one time. They gave away their top-end graphics card. Um, which was quite funny because that attracted one of the UK's top Counter-Strike clans. <laughs> we, we're not very good at Counter-Strike. Uh, when one of the UK's top Counter-Strike clans plays against us, it's a little embarrassing, if I'm honest. They are, they were amazing. It's, if you were playing online, you'd be thinking, oh, these guys are hacking. It's ridiculous. But you can stand there and watch them play, and it really was something, really an eye-opener. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so that, that we started that many years ago. Um, even though the LAN events have stopped, I guess they just kind of... Well, Steam gave us problems, basically, because Steam obviously wanted uh, internet connection to authorise and authenticate and all that kind of thing, and we just didn't have one in this church, or we even paid to have one installed for them, because it's only, like, I don't know, £15 a month. Um, but it really wasn't a very good connection, and even then, we, we really struggled using it. Um, it was, they were great. I used to love LAN events. So much fun. But I think as the internet got better at home and all the communications got better, there was almost less need to do them. And I guess they still go on places. I just, I'm not in, involved in that sort of thing to see, I suppose, now. Uh, but the website sort of survived or the forum did and it, it has kind of died off. We use it now and then for organizing my fantasy football league, to be honest, my NFL fantasy football league and, and not much else. So when the hosting company recently emailed me a week or two back saying, actually, we're closing down. Do you want to transfer the domain? Do you want to back up and transfer to a different host? I've kind of said, no, do you know what? Just let it all go. There's, I think I was paying £10 a month and it wasn't. we weren't really using it. So, um, yeah, like I said, probably most of you listening like, what the hell is he talking about? I have no idea what he's talking about. It means nothing to me. So my apologies. But, yeah, it's just end of an era, I suppose, for me. So it's a little bit sad. It is a little bit sad. There's a lot of happy memories. Um, but I'll get it all backed up, and I might I might get the forum whacked up somewhere else just for reference, I suppose, if nothing else. Um, so there you go. That's wow. That's been my longest podcast. So you've had to wait a month, um, but it's been a, but it's been my biggest yet. Um, I would say actually thank you to those that do listen. I kind of I was doing these expecting really just to be talking to myself, but I have been looking at the uh, bandwidth statistics on my hosting, and I can see I must be downloading. I mean, I think it's each one's about seven meg, and I'm. I'm using was it somewhere between two and four hundred meg a month on the podcast uh, domain, so subdomain. So uh, while I'm now trying to do the maths, but that means it's like I don't know forty or fifty downloads. Um, trying to think quick uh, each month, which I know was more than I was expecting. So thank you for listening. I would love to hear from you. Probably the best easiest way is just to tweet at me if you wanted to let me know anything or give me any feedback or comment on anything at andycr15. Um, but thank you for listening. Until the next time. Uh, my name's Andy. I'll catch you all again soon.